Well, we've entered a new year, a new liturgical year. And with that uh, new year comes a new beginning, a fresh start, a step forward, and hopefully as well, a humble, honest recognition that some things in my life need to change. I think often at, the, at a new year, when we think of New Year's resolutions even, you know, we, we recognize something in my life needs to change. And this actually is what our first reading from Isaiah, the lament from Isaiah, is speaking about. Would that you might find us doing right, that we were mindful of you in our ways. All of us, the prophet says, have become like unclean people. All our good deeds are like polluted rags. We have all withered like leaves, and our guilt carries us away like the wind. There is none who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to cling to you. Yet, O oh Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you the potter. We are all the work of your hands. That's a stirring uh, reading, a cry from the heart we hear in Isaiah at the beginning of the season of Advent. And I, I think at the beginning of Advent, we recognize, or we should recognize, not only that we need God, that we need a Savior, but that we need to choose God as well. Because holiness doesn't happen by accident. Just like Isaiah says, we are the clay and God is the potter, I think we might use another image in the season of Advent. We are like the inn, and God is the builder. In Advent, we want to prepare a proper inn for the Lord Jesus Christ to come and be born. The inn of our hearts. And we need God's grace, which always precedes our own efforts. We need God's grace first, but we need to cooperate with God's grace. And a proper inn to welcome Christ doesn't happen by accident. We have to choose to cooperate with God's grace. Um, but I think that's why we love Advent. I don't know about you, but I, I love the season of Advent. I love the season of Lent as well. They're similar in some ways. Each year, the church gives us this beautiful season to do an inventory. Am I in a state of grace? Do I recognize the ways in which I've sinned? I need to repent. What is the current state of, of my in? How is the Lord calling me to reform? Because deep, deep down, I think the reason we love the seasons of Advent and even Lent is because all of us deep down know that we need to reform. All of us deep down know that we need conversion. And if you're like me, you probably have a desire to make changes in this or that aspect of your life. And that's a good thing. But I want to challenge us 
at the beginning of the season, and I'm speaking to myself as well, I'm challenging myself, the next step I would challenge us all to take in this season of Advent is to be still. To be still. Jesus Christ doesn't challenge us in the gospel today to a frenzy of activity. He tells us simply to watch. Advent is a way of turning our gaze towards Christ. And I believe the Lord is calling each of us to do this. This Advent. He's calling us to a contemplative stillness. To watch for the Lord's coming. He's calling us to quiet our hearts as we wait in expectation for the coming of the child at Christmas. Doesn't our Lord say in the Gospels um, elsewhere that the one thing necessary is prayer? Doesn't he say that? Sitting at the Master's feet in all simplicity, that's the one thing necessary. And this may seem difficult, you know. We live in a culture of distraction. And December, unfortunately, has become the, probably the busiest time of the year. But I want to give us all permission to start badly. You can start badly, but you have to start. Step into the discomfort of silence. It can be uncomfortable, but the Lord is there. You may object, you know, I, I just can't do it. I can't sit in silence. I can't be alone with my thoughts. I'm not, I'm not good at it. Oftentimes, though, I think that's pride rearing its ugly head. We don't like to start things that we can't do well from the start. But we need, the, we need to be humble and recognize we, sh we should be praying, I think. Lord, help me to begin badly. We need the virtue of humility, especially in prayer, because none of us knows how to pray as we ought to, St. Paul says. And uh, especially we need humility in a season in which we are preparing for the most humble event in all of history. When God, the Son of God, was born in a stable. We have a most humble God, so let's have a little humility in return and recognize that we're weak. We might start badly. But God doesn't leave us to our own devices. He offers us His grace. He offers us the Holy Spirit to intercede for those of us who don't know how to pray as we ought to, who don't know how to watch as we need to. Good prayer, I've heard it said, means beginning again. What's the goal of prayer? What's the end of prayer? Is it to receive a bunch of consolations from God? bunch of good feelings where we're vividly aware of his presence? Is it to receive great insights? I think that's a, a, a misunderstanding of what prayer is, is, a, is for and what it's about. It's, it's not about what I get out of it. 
The ultimate goal and end of prayer, of all prayer, is to be transformed, that we be transformed into greater and greater likeness to Christ. But it happens in small stages, incremental steps. Ultimately, it's, it's about relationship with Almighty God. And it's going to be weak in the beginning. It's going to be done badly in the beginning. And that's okay. But God deserves it nonetheless because he's God. And we need it, whether we realize it or not. God is the great gift giver. And we're the beggar. God is the benevolent Father, as Isaiah says twice. God is our Father today. And we're His beloved children still learning how to walk. Advent is a season of waiting and expectation for the great gift that we've received in Christ and the Incarnation. And in waiting for this gift and keeping watch for the Lord's coming, we increase in our desire for it. That's why the church gives us this, this preparatory season. So that when we receive it, because we've waited in expectation, we receive it with a greater capacity to love it more intensely. And as it were, we, we've roused ourselves to cling to it. So that we don't become indifferent to the gifts that we've received, especially the gift from God of His Son, which is the pinnacle of all the gifts that we, we've received and could ever receive. But in order to, to watch and wait the season, we need silent prayer for the purpose of being attentive to the one who speaks in the silence. I recommend um, 30 minutes of prayer and silence each day at the beginning of the day, first thing in the morning. And if you want to know uh, what to meditate on, the, the church gives us all that we need and more, simply in the readings for the season of Advent, for the readings for Mass each day. They're beautiful. There's plenty there <laughs> to meditate on. Don't be afraid of the silence. We have to move past the fear of, of the silence. Because God speaks to recollected souls. We can't hear him um, unless we become recollected. This Advent, let's prepare an inn ready to welcome the king at Christmas. And it may not be, our inn may not be a palace, but let me leave you with a few encouraging words from Dorothy Day who said the following, I am so glad that Jesus was born in a stable because my soul is so much like a stable. It is so poor and in unsatisfactory condition because of guilt, falsehoods, inadequacies, and sin. Yet, I believe if Jesus can be born in a stable, Maybe he can also be born in me.